We call the Gospel of Luke the Gospel of Compassion, the Gospel of Prayer, the Gospel of Women. Because Luke, above the other evangelists, focuses on those aspects of our prayer to Christ. The women guided him, walked with him, and he told them, don't worry about me, worry about yourselves and your children. Even to the thief on the cross, forgiveness, you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus is offering compassion amid all of his suffering, all of his bloodshed, his carrying of the huge boulder of a cross. The reason the author of the Gospel of Luke composed it in such a fashion, I believe, was to carry into our lives, 21st century, the compassion of Christ and to have us participate in the passion to Golgotha, to the cross, knowing that the conclusion is his resurrection. But now is a time for us to reflect on Jesus the man. Jesus the man who took on the challenge of the Father to bear the cross and endure death for you and for me. But, but not only that, not only to keep it centuries and centuries away, but to allow us to enter into it with compassion, with prayer, with respect. The crucifixion is happening again today. Most obviously on our streets, when we hear early morning reports of young girls being shot because they were in the crossfire of some gangsters, the crucifixion continues as we hear the murder of a young woman by a former boyfriend. The crucifixion begins most obviously in a location that the world can observe, Ukraine. How can any of us have seen any of the visuals on TV, internet, or newspapers of the disaster, the murder, the bloodshed in the Ukraine? Children, women, hospitals, men fighting for their families and their homeland. The crucifixion is happening today. The reason Luke's intention of compassion is woven into the scriptures is so that as we hear the gospel, we can enter into the passion of Jesus. And now as we hear the gospel, we also see it on our TVs and internets. The crucifixion is happening again today. As we watch 
the journey of Golgotha. And we see people jogging back and forth to see who's over there being killed. As we see tradition of Veronica wiping the face of Jesus out of compassion. Jesus consoling the women, don't worry about me, girls. Worry about your children. Take care of yourselves. As we journey that road of Golgotha, we have a far clearer, regrettably clearer picture on our internet, on our TV screens, in our newspapers, of bloodshed, of victimization, of torture, of murder. See, this is why Jesus came, so we could look at any little disaster in our lives through the eyes of faith and join with them as he wants us to join with him to Golgotha and resurrection. And when there is suffering, it is up to us to wipe the face of Jesus on the faces of the Ukrainian people. It is up to us to offer consolation through prayer, through donations, through charity to the people who most obviously today in the headlines are suffering. Are they the only people suffering? No, we know that. Regrettably, we know that. People are suffering all over the world because of prejudice, because of hate, because of greed, because of lust. They're all there every day, all over the world. But today, Palm Sunday, Passion Sunday, we can focus on Jesus into all of those places. See, Jesus came to take flesh so we can take divinity, so we can absorb his spirit. That's why we're here today. It's nice to hear the... A horrible word. It's nice to hear the passion of Jesus being read so eloquently by the crowd, the chorus, the readers. And thank you, Francis, and thank you, uh, Grace, Lucy. But that's not enough. That's a recall. So we get enthusiastic again. So tomorrow morning or tonight, as we look at pictures from Ukraine, we should shed tears. We should pray as we sit down to our Palm Sunday meals for all those victims, not only on Golgotha, not only in Ukraine, but throughout the world. So this is a day that we could open up our hearts passionately to Jesus to offer him compassion through his suffering sisters and brothers. We're one with them. Above all days, this is the day that we're reminded of it as we read the Holy Passion. And this week, as we break bread on Holy Thursday and reenact the Passion again on Good Friday, this is the week that opens up our hearts and minds to the suffering of one another. And if we're here today, we know the significance. It's an obligation to carry out the significance of why we're here today. To offer consolation and passion and compassion and aid in any way we can 
But we who had that second life, we who have that second reason Jesus came to offer us his spirit, we have the life of the Holy Spirit within us, and we can pray for peace, for the cessation of bloodshed, for the cessation of mad bombings. It made no sense, probably, to Mary, his mother, to watch all this. She probably had flashback upon flashback when that angel said, I'd have my heart broken, when Simeon predicted that I'd be upset with Jesus growing up. This couldn't be, or is it? Yes, Mary. Golgotha was what they were predicting. And she never gave up on her son. She was there to the last minute until they placed his body into her arms. And we cannot give up on the bodies, the bloody bodies and the dead bodies of our sisters and brothers in Ukraine or anywhere, including our own state and our own neighborhoods. We must be the voice of God. He came to us that we can be like him. We must be his voice of compassion. We must offer the action of assistance and aid, whether it's financial or food or clothing. And we know, I'm so impressed with the world as it is now, offering aid to the victims of Ukraine. But that's not enough. Pray that the devil who entered into Peter, Jesus spoke about it the night of his Last Supper, leaves the leadership of Russia. Pray that the devil abandons the leadership of Russia. Pray that the devil leaves our earth in the hearts of people whose values are meaningless, who can shoot randomly in the middle of their neighborhood, who can rape or stab intermittently people they know and said they love. We also have to pray for the abandonment of Satan. Satan is powerful in our world. Make no bones about it. Satan was there at the crucifixion thinking he conquered it, got rid of Jesus, but you and I know differently. Jesus is. Jesus rose, and Jesus is with us and expects us to reach out to his and our own sisters and brothers at home, neighborhood, and around the world. Thank you.